Welcome to Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I'm Laren. It is Chicken Saturday. We had a really wonderful day today. I dearly love my granddaughter, but we did not have to babysit today, and it was so nice. We slept in this morning. We ran a bunch of errands and got a bunch of stuff together in the hopes that I really am going to get to go to the convention with my husband. I'm really not getting my hopes up until I'm in the car on the way up there, but I am hoping for the best. So I wanted to give you guys a heads up that I am going to release that meditation I was talking about. I mean, not meditation, visualization. Sorry about that. It's kind of like a visual meditation, you know? <laughs> um, I'm going to release that separately so that if that's not something you care about, you don't have to listen and it won't be mixed in with an episode. I am thinking that I'm going to keep my normal episodes to my themes on the days that I do them. If I skip a day here and there, I'll update the previous day that I missed in the new day. And then any little off-the-cuff things that I do, I'll throw in as separates or mini-episodes. So, or I don't know, bonuses. That way... No one has to listen to anything that I want to. I mean, like anyone really has to do that anyway, but you know what I mean. I think it'll be easier to sort things out. So I have gotten some really nice call-ins, but before I do any of that, a quick update on the chickens. Both of our boys now have big boy crows, which is pretty funny, and they crow, I mean, any time of day. The only time they don't really crow is really deep into the night. Once it's dark, fully dark, I haven't heard them crow. But I mean any other time of the day. You know, right at the crack of dawn, of course. That's when I expect them to crow. Any other time you walk out the door, they see you, they crow. It's so funny. Big Roo crows a lot more than Little Roo does, but I, I, I was so proud the day that this has only been a couple days ago, the day that I heard Little Roo actually do a full Big Boy Crow. So it's funny to watch them because the um, Big Roo, when he does it, I mean, he puts his whole body into it. It is the cutest thing. Little Roo doesn't do that quite as much, but I suspect it's because he seems to be hedging around not wanting to challenge Big Roo too much, which I'm actually happy to see because, oh my gosh, I do not want to deal with that. So, so far, so good on that front. The only real problem we're having is that a couple of them are naughty little chickens and they get out. I suspect we're going to end up having to trim their feathers. So we keep talking about doing that and not getting around to it. Today during the day, it was really hot and humid. I mean, I walked outside and my sinuses just went, Ugh. <laughs> so it was really gross. I forget how much fun the summer humidity is until it strikes. I think I'm in denial most of the time. Anyway, once we uh, got in the car with the air conditioning, it felt better. But when it is really muggy and hot outside, I sure don't feel like going out there and messing around with a bunch of flapping chickens. So I suspect that we will end up doing that super early in the morning, possibly even tomorrow morning. How exciting is that? Because up until yesterday, only two of them had ever been out at a time. I don't know if it's the same two. All of our chickens are black because they're Australorps. And really, we can't tell them apart very much. There's one that has almost no comb at all. 
There's a couple that have kind of bigger combs, but they're not roosters. And then there's the two roosters, but really they're kind of, they're pretty hard to tell apart. So uh, yesterday we came home and six of them were outside of the fence. Only five of them were still in, including both of the roosters, which I thought was rather interesting. So it is now at the top of our priority list to give their wings clips. So of course I... <laughs> I've mentioned this before, but I don't think I've mentioned it lately. I'm actually scared of chickens. <laughs> like instinctively gut-wrenching. They flap and jerk their heads and my stomach flips. I love them. I love to go out there and watch them. Handling them is a whole different ball game. So I told my husband, we were joking around about it the other day when we were watching a video about clipping chickens' wings, and he was saying all right, Mrs. Chicken Lady. And I'm like, hey, you raise the chickens, I'll cook the eggs, which he got a big laugh out of. So I, my son, however, my younger son, he has no problem at all just picking them up and handling them, chasing them down, grabbing them, you know. So so I'm not worried that we're going to have trouble doing it. I, I do feel bad that I'm not more useful for stuff like that. I mean, of course, I think I could step up if needed. It's just that I have a rather convenient reason to indulge my fear currently. So anyway, I'll let you know how the wing clipping goes. Wish us luck with that one. In regards to the community, I don't know if you have seen it yet, but Happy Whisk Ivy has put a video up on Ivy's Test Kitchen on YouTube and they look like the most delicious oatmeal cookie balls. So I haven't tried them yet. I was going to try them this weekend, but it turns out that I'm trying to get everything prepared for our younger son to be here for so many days without having a car to go to the store or a driver's license. Luckily, I have friends who are local who are going to stop and check on him. A couple of friends are going to come over and spend days with him a couple times. So I think everything's going to be great. You know, he is 18. I keep reminding myself. But that does mean that I haven't had any spare time at all to cook, and I probably won't tomorrow either. I think we're probably going to go to the farmer's market, but I'm just going to get fruit that we can take with us or leave with my son. Uh, oh, also, she has another video that is about making tahini with a Vitamix. Oh my gosh, I have serious Vitamix envy. I really do, Ivy. That is on my list of things. You know, my husband is not a big kitchen gadget person at all. I mean, at all. He's very Alton Brown, no unitaskers about stuff like that. But I really do want to get a Vitamix at some point because I have a food processor, but the, oh my gosh, I don't know what any of the parts of a food processor are called. The part that drops down on the main post in the middle that actually has the blades on it is beginning to crack. And I can see a little hairline crack that I'm just kind of babying it along thinking maybe it will last until I have money to get a Vitamix. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, if you are at all interested, Ivy's videos are so wonderful. It's funny because she's funny. I like her voiceovers and I also like the things she's making. I mean, it's really interesting stuff to try. Still waiting on the nut cheese, but you know what? I think it's going to be worth the wait. Hey, Liren, just listening to you uh, talk about the heat there. I have really been struggling today and 
up here we are on the same latitude as Moscow I think we might be higher up than Toronto uh, and I am really struggling I can't begin to imagine what it's like for you guys down there I uh, uh, fatigue is one of my biggest issues and the heat really triggers it and I thought I'd be safe up here in Scotland but no it catches up with us here too um, I mean it's so rarely this warm that you won't find air conditioning up here anywhere um, so when it's like this it's very difficult to escape it but you know I really feel for you guys take care oh Spencer I'm so sorry it's so hot there you know when I was growing up in Michigan no one had air conditioning only a handful of people, and it was like this big luxury item that people had. But a lot of houses in Michigan have basements. So when it got hot, people would just go down in the basement because it wasn't hot for that long. Most of the basements were finished. Where I grew up, it tended to be small houses with two stories, and the basement was often finished. But it was like the family room or the game room or the TV room, and the bedrooms would be on the main floor. And um, I actually lived in a single story house and not very often at all was it hot enough that I was like, wow, man, do I wish we had air conditioning. We would have some fans. We would have a couple of box fans and really that would get us through. But it sure doesn't anymore. My brother actually lives in the house I grew up in and he put air conditioning in because it gets so hot up there for long enough now that they need it. So I really feel for you. Oh, my gosh. And especially when you have a condition that makes heat cause fatigue. Oh, that must be terrible. I am hoping you get some cool weather and sending some cold, frosty energy your way. I also want to thank you for mentioning my podcast on yours. And I'm always happy to mention yours. I love your sense of humor. I love humor in a podcast. I love when people flesh themselves out as human beings and don't only talk about one subject. I know that it can be hard. I mean, I understand people who don't do that. Uh, podcasts that are just about specific subjects or, you know, like I listen to a couple of true crime podcasts and the hosts are not fleshing out their personalities at all. And I wouldn't expect them to. But the ones I really enjoy are the ones like yours and Spike Pit and Che does this People who talk about themselves, Jason Hobbs does this. Gosh, I, I know I'm going to be thinking of people as I'm talking. Ray Otis does this on Plundergrounds. <laughs> I really enjoy that a lot. And um, I'm sorry for the people I forgot. I know I'm forgetting people. Oh my gosh, Dave Aldridge is somebody um, on Deeper Centile who I have been really enjoying his podcast as he's been switching it up and trying to figure out what he wants to do with it. I think that's great. So anyways... I love this community and I really appreciate that uh, you send me messages. I really enjoyed our conversations as well. I'll tell you, I've had some really wonderful conversations with the nicest people through Anchor. It has been wonderful. I am definitely feeling less lonely here in the middle of nowhere. Hey, Laren, Evil Jeff. Uh, catching up on the podcast there and... You had it kind of hot yesterday. Uh, you can go ahead and complain for quite some time here because I believe you, uh, Tim Shorts, all you guys up there, 
are having extremely hotter weather than what I'm having, and maybe Jim Yoder down there. I haven't checked Florida very much, but you guys are about three to four degrees higher than us right now, and heat index is definitely above 100. I haven't quite hit 100 here yet, so yeah, you you, you get to com- you get to complain because there's no breeze here either. And trust me, I was looking at the uh, yard this morning thinking it might want to wait. <laughs> All right. Try have a good day. Keep cool. Hey, Evil Jeff. Thank you for the message. Well, I indulged in a little complaining already at the beginning of this episode about how hot it was today and how we did not want to clip chicken wings in it. Um, You know, it's funny because every year it hits this time of year. And I will say my husband and I were talking today and we were like, this is a really odd year because we're having really severe thunderstorms that are like flash thunderstorms and then gone. And normally all of that is over like the first week of June. So we're like a month behind on those. And it's not like we've been having them all along. They started later and they're just going later this year. So that's been interesting. But now the humidity has moved in and we're having those. So when I grew up in Michigan, if it rained, it was cooler after the rain And it would be hot in the summer and it would get humid for about a month when I lived in Michigan. And you would just wait and wait and wait for the rains because when it rained, it would break that humidity and things would cool down. Even if the temperature didn't cool down a whole lot, the humidity would go away. Here, oh yeah, that is not how it works here. (laughs) Most of the time here, in the spring and the fall that will happen, like right in between summer and winter on either end, That will happen sometimes, but in the summertime, it is not better after it rains. If anything, it gets a little muggier because it's hot and all the rain is evaporating and it's still hot and muggy in the first place. So that is what happened today. We drove home from running a bunch of errands today in one of those flash thunderstorms and we got home and got out of the car and it was like, oh, (laughs) let me swim through the air up to the house. Yuck. So anyway. Thank you for permission to complain. I'll still try to keep it under control. Hi, Liren. Dave, the uh, working class academic, has reminded me that you've got a con coming up next weekend. And before I forget and I get overtaken with events, I just want to wish yourself and Jeff all the best with that con. I, I really hope you have a great time, get to play some awesome games and really get your rpg itch scratched so (laughs) all the best hey colin thank you so much you know i am so excited about going but i'm trying really hard to keep it contained until i'm absolutely positive i'm going it will be really outside the norm if i manage to go In the past, a couple of times I've tried to plan things. It hasn't been gaming conventions, but I've tried to force my granddaughter's mother to figure out babysitting so that I could do things or get some time off or do things at work because, you know, I miss a lot of work watching the kids in the summer and that has been fine in the past, but I got a new boss at the beginning of this summer and I am getting the feeling that he is not going to be so flexible and I'm just really trying to keep a low profile so his gaze does not turn on me but I so thank you very much 
if I do get to go, I'm hoping to interview a couple of people because uh, there's a lady named Kat Miller who uh, is one of the people who plans some of the, what do they call it? She They don't call it gaming on demand. I can't think what they call it. But anyway, it's similar to that where they don't plan ahead. They leave spots open so that people that don't have games they want to play in can request, hey, can somebody run this? Or a GM can spread out whatever they brought with them and say, is anybody interested in playing any of these? So um, I am, they actually comped me a ticket so that I can help her out with just manning the booth for that, which I don't mind at all because through my work, I actually run the registration table for a couple of conferences a year. So I'm used to doing that. I'm used to the whole organizing people and keeping track of things and sitting in one place and just keeping an eye, you know, so um, but I, I'm, I really want to interview her. There's a couple other people up there. There are, uh, there's another woman up there. This is one of the cons I went to like 10 years ago and I played in a game that Kat Miller designed. I don't think she ever actually published that one. She does a fair bit of play testing at, uh, these two conferences that are put on by the same group called Double Exposure. Um, they do a con called Dreamation and a con called Dexcon and this one is Dexcon. So anyways, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I remember. <laughs> she has a good friend, Michelle, who goes up there and I just, I find it interesting when I went, I think the only women there were me, the two of them and the girlfriend, one of the other GMs there. So I, and my husband says there's actually more women now, which I think is great. It's, and it's not like I think, I'm not one of those people who thinks that gaming has some secret agenda of keeping women out at all. But I do think that, uh, I know for me, a lot of the games, they're so based around fighting and killing and violence and darkness and all of that. And that's all fine and good. But I also like the games that are about weird things, you know, like, holy cow, Colin, you I am so happy you did that episode on Garden of Yin. Jeff got that and I have been reading it. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is so cool. And you know, it's funny because I know I've mentioned I got Troika at Free RPG Day and they're so similar, but along different veins in that they're just unexpected and quirky and I love stuff like that. So I, even just reading Garden of Yin, I'm like, I could, I, if I don't get to play it with anyone in any capacity, I swear I'm going to write a couple stories just based on it because there are such cool ideas in it. If I do that, I'll have to share them somewhere so you guys can see them because I just, it just gets my creative juices flowing and holy cow, so many possibilities, so many possibilities. Wow. So anyways, thank you very much for turning me on to that. Thank you very much for the well wishes about the gaming co convention and Fingers crossed I actually get to go. Hey, sweetie. Congratulations on 50 episodes. It's a pretty, pretty cool accomplishment considering you started after me and now you've done 10 times more podcasts than I have. Love you. Thank you, honey. <laughs> it's not a contest. It doesn't matter how many podcasts either one of us has done. I really like your podcast. I am waiting to hear your next review, but I know with the con coming up, things have been really crazy. So 
I have to tell you that I am so, so, so excited about playing in blood and snow when you run it. I can tell you guys that he actually has collected up a couple of games that you guys have mentioned that I've been like, ooh, that sounds interesting, and is bringing them along for the table where people can make requests in the hopes that some of it will run. So I am so excited about that. And still trying not to get too, too excited just in case it doesn't happen. It's funny. I, (laughs) I sometimes daydream about having control over my own life to the degree that if I want to go somewhere, I can just be like, you know what, I'm going to make arrangements and I'm going to go. But I also remind myself research that I have, um, heard podcasts about and read articles about says that a child's foundation, like their fundamental core morality, not so much morality, but like ethics and, and, and just like their base view of the world is formed by the time they're eight years old. So I keep telling myself if I can just keep doing this until she's eight, if I can just give all that I can give until she's eight, so that she's around some people who treat each other in a loving manner, so that she's around some people who treat her in a loving manner with no unconditional love. You know, I'll tell you, conditional love can mess a kid up so badly. I can tell you that from experience, first of all. But I can also tell you that from watching her and her sister and just how different their personalities are based on who spends time where. And I mean, of course, they're different people too. But it's just so fascinating to me to watch them. And I guess that maybe I'm making excuses. I don't know. I know that I've given this a lot of thought and in my own mind, as much as I wish I didn't have to give up so much time and uh, energy and and as much as I wish I could just go, you know what, I'm not going to deal with people who are victims and I'm not going to deal with people who refuse to help themselves. Because if I do that, I would really have to walk away from my granddaughter's mother. And I know very well that if I tried to do that, I would be forced to walk away from my granddaughter. And I'm just not willing to do that. So we'll see if my sanity survives two more years of this. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to walk away then either. But I do think that setting some harder boundaries would be good. I guess part of me hopes over those two years, maybe her situation will improve. I have very little hope of that. I'll be honest. That's just the inner optimist in me rearing its head (laughs) because after this long, you know, my little granddaughter is six. So there has not been a whole lot of positive movement in six years. I'm not sure why I think the next two will have any, but hope burns eternal. Okay, bedtime for me. I do have a request. I have not done interviews. Certainly, I have talked to a lot of people. I'm sure you can tell that I am a talker, but I haven't like formally interviewed anyone before. So I'm wondering what you guys would like to know. So I am going to use Kat Miller as the example. She designs games. She plays games. She's been doing it for years. She is part of the planning team for a con. I mean... I'm really curious what you guys would like to know about her. I know that I have, you know, some questions as someone who is a, you know, complete noob, let's face it. But I'm wondering if there's anything you guys would like me to ask of her or uh, any of the other people that I interview. So if you have a question that you would like me to ask, 
please send me a message. I, let's see, we go up there Wednesday, so please send it before Wednesday. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to send her just an idea of what I'm going to ask her. I, You know, it probably won't surprise you that I don't plan for this to be super formal because I'm not like a really formal kind of a person. I certainly can be, believe it or not, but it, my my choice is never to go, well, let's just get all formal about it. So anyway, I look forward to hearing from you if you have anything you'd like me to ask. Thank you so much, everyone who sends me messages, even the ones that I don't publish. Sometimes I'm not sure if I should or not, so I ask first, so there's a little bit of a delay. Um, I I really appreciate you guys, and I really appreciate your acceptance of me. And oh, I forgot to mention, Eric Tenkar actually mentioned my message that I had sent him to let him know that I was talking about something about his podcast. And I really appreciate him doing that. I appreciate the way he handled it. I mean, you know, it's just a great community. So thank you. And I hope that everyone is having a great day. And I will be back tomorrow with some garden news.